This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Monday, October 31st. Brought to you by Robble AgriFinance. Good morning, I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. GHGs dropped during COVID. Colorado River's regulatory backstop and groups seek help to resolve real conflict. Greenhouse gas emissions dropped during the pandemic lockdown. Dare Resources Board has released data backing up the widely held assumption that California's greenhouse gas emissions plummeted in 2020. With residents sheltering in place for months, transportation emissions fell 16%. Pollution from oil and gas production and refining dropped 9%. Biofuel producers were quick to point out that the role that biodiesel and renewable fuels played The fuels accounted for 20% of the share of diesel within the low-carbon fuel standard, generating nearly half of the total LCFS credits. Floyd Vergara, who directs the State Government Affairs for Clean Fuels Alliance America, noted that heavy-duty transportation is, quote, a particularly tough sector to decarbonize. He viewed CARB's analysis as demonstrating the critical function of low-carbon fuels in reducing emissions. Ag's contribution to greenhouse gases stayed in nearly the same, 8.6% of the total statewide share. About 70% of that comes from livestock through manure or enteric fermentation. Dairy emissions have continued to decline since 2012 in proportion to the state's cow population. Crop production accounted for 21% of ag's emissions. A long-term decline in emissions from farms corresponds with a shift away from food irrigation to sprinkler and drip irrigation, that according to the report. Interior ups the pressure on voluntary cutbacks for Colorado River. The Interior Department announced a plan on Friday calling for the Bureau of Reclamation to take additional actions if Colorado River Basin states failed to reach a compromise soon. The regulatory backstop would set new operating guidelines for Glen Canyon and Hoover Dams to reduce downstream releases if runoff is again low next spring. Interior Secretary Deb Holland stressed that the department remains committed to a read-our-collaborative approach. But if that falls short, it must take prompt and decisive action. The Bureau is gathering public feedback through December and will make a final decision next summer when California is due to face its first mandatory cutbacks. The threat of federally enforced cuts emerged earlier this summer when the Bureau of Reclamation Commission Camille Tuton asked all seven Colorado River Basin states with finding a way to cut between 2 and 4 million acre feet of use by 2023, that by August 15th. Forest Service working to close the gap on competitive firefighter salary. The future of wildfire management rests in part on the workforce that can mitigate the fires, and a leader at the U.S. Forest Service says the agency is working to create a competitive wage and benefits package to attract and retain top talent. 
Our firefighters are integral to our ability to do this work, and we need them in high volumes all across the country. The agency is working hard to be competitive in a very competitive market, said Angela Coleman, Associate Chief of Forest Service on this week's AgriPulse Newsmakers. Coleman says the agency, which is a branch of the Department of Agriculture, has made some progress to close the gap in competition by bumping up its firefighter salaries and improving benefits. I believe 13,000 firefighters received a bump in salary this year, and we're hoping that it's not a one-time deal, she said. You can read our full report at agripulse.com. We'll have more AgriPulse Daybreak West after this. When you work with Rommel AgriFinance, you get the global knowledge and financial strength of one of the world's largest and most innovative food and ag lenders, tools essential to realizing your aspirations. Discover how an unmatched network of local and sector experts can help you confront agriculture's challenges and seize the opportunities that lie ahead. Learn more and contact us at www.roboag.com. Creating value, connecting vision. Bravo AgriFinance. Welcome back to AgriPulse Daybreak West. Organic investigations down in FY22. The number of fraud cases and other allegations involving violations of organic food standards has dropped. USDA reports that it completed 299 investigations in fiscal 22. That ended September 30. That number is down from 342 in FY21 and 447 in FY20, 409 in FY19. USDA started 269 new investigations in FY22. That's down from 398 in FY21. There were 441 open cases as of October 7. The largest share of those open cases, nearly 60%, involve operations making organic claims even though they don't have the USDA certification. About 19% of the cases involve allegations of fraud, and another 10% involve pesticide residues. Of the 299 cases that were closed during fiscal 22, 57% were resolved with voluntary compliance. 19 were found to not be in violation. By the way, USDA says a surge of seed shipments from one company in 2020 helped unravel a supply chain risk with farm-to-table impact. USDA says it increased surveillance of 22 certified seed suppliers and ultimately removed four companies out of the organic market. Trade groups seek administration help in resolving rail conflict. Another union voted not to ratify a contract with rail carriers last week. More than 300 local, state, and national trade associations urging the Biden administration to work to advert a strike during the nation's holiday season. The Brotherhood of Railroad Signalmen rejected the agreement last week, 60 to 39. BRS members spoke loudly and clearly that their contributions are worth more, particularly when it comes to a basic right, being able to take time off for illness or to prevent illness, the union said. It is paramount that these contracts now be ratified as a rail shutdown would have a significant impact on the U.S. economy and lead to further inflationary pressures. That said, the groups, which represent a vast range of businesses, 
Six of 12 rail unions have ratified tentative agreements. Two have not and four have yet to vote as a part of the process that ends November 21st. Russia pulling out of the Black Sea grain deal. Russia announced Saturday it's suspending its involvement in the agreement that has allowed Ukraine to ship grain and other commodities from its Black Sea ports. The United Nations estimate the Black Sea Grain Initiative has saved 100 million people globally from extreme poverty. Russia justified its decision to pull out of the deal, citing an attack on its fleet near Crimea that it blamed on Ukraine and Great Britain. You can read our full report at agripulse.com. Finally, here's today's She Said It. It's about time, folks. Sacramento Californians need to hear what's going on with our water situation. That Senator Melissa Tato during a rally last week calling for examining fraud and deceptive practices in water management. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Monday, October 31st, brought to you by Problem AgriFinance. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Nelson.